how are, how are you doing? Oh, by the way, I'm Jacob Nielsen, senior at Utah State, studying journalism. Got a bunch of random journalism gigs I do. Jake Ellis is the man. He is the sports editor of the Utah Statesman. There's student-run paper on campus. Obviously, part of student media ads is Aggie Radio. So we're kind of the dream team here, Jacob and Jake, you know. We've got all our hot takes. We just we bring it. We keep it 100%. Um, and uh, that's what that's what we're going to do tonight a little bit. Yeah, it uh, should be real exciting. Um, well, we have a lot of things to talk about, but obviously, you know, the main thing is men's basketball right now. I mean, nineteen and five, right? That's a that's an incredible season so far. Yeah, Already I mean, surpassed that win. Surpassed total. the win total of last of last season. That's right. Exactly. Eighteen wins. So what what do you want? There's a few things to talk about this Colorado State game. Do you want to start off statistically or the storyline after the game? Well, we know what you want to start off with, so let's right. hear it. Okay. So if you didn't hear, um, some, <clears throat> let's let's see, how should I phrase this? So Max Shulga is a Ukrainian guard for the Aggies, right? He At the end of the game, he's shooting some free throws, some, some pretty crucial ones. I mean, they're not, you know, that winning point, but it's definitely to keep the Rams at bay, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, some, some students... Uh, at CSU, started chanting Russia at Shulga during those shots um, at a clear, you know, kind of reference to the war going on there. Um, and uh, pretty insensitive remarks, frankly. I think pretty much anyone can be on board. That That's just not a cool thing to say, right? Um, so, uh, you know, it was reported afterwards uh, Shulga didn't come out and say anything against it as far as I saw. His teammates were there backing him up saying, hey, these guys did this. This is inappropriate. Uh, the sounds got picked up on the TV mic at the um, on CBS where the game was broadcast. And so, you know, there was some pretty clear evidence. About two hours after the game, the Colorado State apologized. Right after that, um, the head coach of the Rams apologized. And then the next day, uh, the formal stuff come out. The you know USU said something about the incident, basically saying that they support Shulga and that they condemn the remarks and hope that you know things are worked out. And then um, Shulga himself came out with a statement, basically saying you know this is a tough time. I was mad at the time, but uh, you know I accept the apology now. And um, I thought that was a you know a really mature reaction there from from Shulga. Um, and I really respect him for, for that statement. And then the Mountain West also came out and said, you know, hey, we, we don't tolerate this. Um, you know, it's going to be investigated. So since then, on Monday, um, the Coloradoan reported that the school, Colorado State, is searching to identify the people that chanted that um, and may bar them from future athletics events. And then um, today, kind of the tail end, you know, USC is really rallying around Shulga. Um, you know, at the campus store, they're now excuse me, they're now selling uh, shirts with the Ukrainian flag on it, saying you know you know stand together, kind of supporting Shulga. Two dollars of each shirt would be donated to uh, Ukrainian refugees on the proceeds of that. And then, um, don't tell anybody I heard this, right? But I I have a source, right? And uh, I heard Big Blue has bought a Ukrainian flag and will debut it tomorrow night and a sign of, uh, you know, support for Max, so. You did not just hear that over public radio. You certainly Jake Ellis told you not to tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> no, that's 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 great. That's great that the, the school's rally, rallying around him, and I know that there have been 
certain charities and stuff that have reached out. And so maybe some good will come out of this. Pretty uh, pretty crazy. I'm kind of following the lines of Coach Odom. He was asked today in the media scrum prior to the game about it, and he said, you know, we've forgiven and kind of moved on. And that's where I'm at. I don't really want to keep hashing out about it because I had to write about it after the game. And to be honest, it sucked mm-hmm. to that, it, that the occurrence happened. It sucks from actually it's insensitive. But it took away from what I thought was an incredible basketball game because that game was wild on Saturday. Utah State defeats Colorado State 88-79. Colorado State, I mean, the record doesn't indicate it because, I mean, they're only 10-14, and 2-9 in Mount West play. But they're, they're a tough team to be, especially Isaiah Stevens missed a part of the season. And obviously when you lose David Roddy and don't really bring anyone to replace him, you're not going to be as good. But um, John Tanger and Isaiah Stevens are still dogs, like certified dogs. Isaiah Stevens... He was 11-21 from the field for 25 points. Tanjay had 20 points. There was a stretch of that second half where it felt like Stephen Ashworth and Isaiah Stevens, they were like in the NBA bubble. Like they were like Murray and Mitchell just going after it. Like neither of them could miss. Fortunately for the Aggies, they were getting the threes. For Colorado State, it was the twos. And if you look at it, that's ultimately the difference in the game because Colorado State... They were actually, they shot better from the field. They were 32 of 58 from the field. Utah State was only 29 of 57. But yeah. the difference, you make 18 three-pointers, and that's what they're, <laughs> they're the Splashworth and the, the Stashworth or whatever you want to say it. They're the Aggies. Stephen Ashworth has 26 points, eight three-pointers, which ties his career high. That was a signature Utah State win against, like I said, it's not easy to, to beat Colorado State in the Moby Dick Arena. San Diego State can attest Colorado State took him to double overtime, right? And so anytime you can get a win on the road, especially against a team that has Isaiah Stevens, a certified dog on the roster, you'll take that. Yeah, for sure. I I like what you, you pointed to, those three-pointers. So Colorado State only made three on the night on 17 attempts. That's an abysmal night, um, 17% from downtown. And the Aggies, you know, they shot pretty well. It wasn't like an amazing night. But it, it was the fact that Colorado State let him get off 39 three-point attempts. That is, that's crazy. Well, I mean, here's the deal. As you watch the game, you know this. Yeah. Colorado State was in his own defense. Mm-hmm. They did that for personnel because they had one of their bigs was out. And just pound for pound, they can't match up with the Aggies because Utah well, State's offense is too good. They only had uh, seven scholarship athletes. Only had seven scholarship athletes, which... Um, I mean, is, are you calling that a cop out a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. That's that's <laughs> a nice thing to say. I guess I mean I wrote about that in my story a little bit. So, but I mean, yeah, whatever. Like that means they only had nine or ten to begin with, right? And so, which is, are you, I guess you have twelve. So I, it, it's not very many, but you still got seven guys. Some rosters are only seven or eight guys deep. So I mean, that's yeah. you still got two subs off the bench. Like if it's like four scholarship guys, and oh boy, you're sure. in trouble. Sure. But they had a. Do so because the the pick and roll would have eaten them alive. The dribble drive, Sean Bearstow would have had a heyday. And so it took Utah State a little bit of time to figure it out, right? Because the dribble drive wasn't quite as open because these trees are staying in the paint and they're not clearing out following their man, right? You don't have to clear out to follow Terry Funk to the three point line when you're just staying in your little spot. But the Aggies figured it out, and against a team that's as good as shooting as the Aggies, obviously they're forty point eight percent from the. F- three-point line, which is the best in the nation, they're going to burn you. And who's going to burn you the worst? Steven Ashworth. Because the dude, if you don't put your best perimeter guard on him and just like toast on butter all throughout the game, he's going to go off, right? Because he doesn't tire. 
he constantly is moving every time in transition in the half court and his his stroke is as sweet as they come right <laughs> and so you know he went off samuel-esque performance in that second half and i mean that's what's going to happen like this team is so patient they move the ball so well those shots were going to come and so utah state 18 to 39 absolutely indicative of their performance it was not fluky whatsoever that they were able to shoot that many shots and make that many and uh that's what's going to happen don't don't play zone against the aggies and expect to get out of there without a, a thump on your head yeah because let's, let's say even even if steven maybe had an uh, you know an off game or something you have taylor funk who was five for nine you have sean Bearstow, who might be a little bit of a surprise to some some people listening three or four uh he's really worked on that three-point shot he's really improved since last season he doesn't take as many as he did last season, but he doesn't need to, you know, because they got Taylor Funk. So uh, that that's something interesting. Um, and really the surprising thing was one for six from Max Shulga from downtown. But, uh, you know, that's the, that's the thing is even if you have someone that, you know, maybe isn't feeling it from downtown that night, you got three other guys that can do it. Exactly, exactly. Like that, you got so many weapons. One guy can have it off night. We saw against New Mexico, Taylor Funk had it off night. Mm-hmm. doesn't even matter. Yep. They won the game by double digits. Max Shulga? Goes one for six from three-point line. Doesn't even matter. And, uh, you know, that's that's the energy that they're going to try to carry into the next game, which I'm, I might say, it's the biggest game of the season. Biggest home game of the season, that's for sure. Biggest game today of the season. But this game really, really, really opens a lot of doors. If you get the W against San Diego State, and Jake, what are... What's so what's so big about this game? Why is why is everyone freaking out? Why did my buddy's political science professor take ten minutes at the beginning of class today <laughs> to tell a bunch of nerds in this giant generalist political science class that you got to go to the game today? No, he did it. Did yeah, he I'm, I'm dead serious. That's that's word to mouth. Second second knowledge, but a friend that sure. is not a sports junkie, she told me, hey, the professor was trying to get us all dialed in. Mm-hmm. What's to do with that? Well, um, you know, there's a lot of things going into it, right? Uh. There's the ranking at number 25, San Diego State. There's the history. It's San Diego State. You know, this is, these are two teams that have gone blow for blow for the Mountain West Championship over the last, you know, few years. Um, Aggies did it back-to-back, and then who, who dethroned them? It was those Aztecs, right? So uh, there, there's that history there. Um, there's also the history of the personnel. I mean, the games have been intense themselves. There's been a lot of physicality. There's been, you know, dagger for dagger. There's been great athletes on both sides. Um, and then uh, you know the other thing about it, it's a, uh, it's another spectrum game where uh, the spectrum has established itself as one of the most hostile, deadly environments in the nation uh, so far this year. Uh, so what, what is sticking out to you about this game? I mean, all the things you mentioned, those intangibles, and something that's great about this matchup is besides the ranking part, most of those things are true every year about this matchup, and that's what yeah. makes it so great. This year, it's even crazier for a couple reasons. One, guess who is nine and two in the conference? San Diego State. Guess who's eight and three? Utah State. Utah State gets this W. They are tied for first place in the Mountain West Conference. This is the most loaded the Mountain West has been since 2011 with Kawhi and Jimmer. It was good last year. It's better this year. And Utah Which is State. Weird to say. Sorry, real quick. Uh-huh. Without David Roddy. And with Graham Ike not playing any conference games, you know, with Wyoming and Colorado State kind of falling off to say that it's better from last year. Because if you would have told me it's going to be better this last year, 
or this next year, I would have believed you, but I would have believed that Colorado State and Wyoming would have been in that mix too, not necessarily Nevada and New Mexico. Well, I'll tell you why it's better. And not that you were disagreeing with me. Obviously, it's a blow. Wyoming was picked up for their second in the conference. They lose Graham Ike. He just announced he's not playing the rest of the year. Then they announced today that Hunter Maldonado is out for the year with a concussion, mm-hmm. completely just punching on the season as Wyoming. Unfortunate that uh, that all went down. It s- seems like they sold their soul to get in that first four last year almost. Yeah. But the conference is better because they have a chance at five teams making a bid, which is more than last year. But also, San Diego State is a better team than they were last year. They are better offensively. They're better defensively. And, I mean, they're ranked. New Mexico has been ranked. They started the year undefeated in non-conference play. Also, there's something about New Mexico. When Colorado State's good, that's great. Good for them. Good for Fort Collins, whatever. When New Mexico is great, that is great for the conference. Because the New Mexico Lobos, they have the best arena in the conference. I said it. It's better than the Spectrum. I'm dead serious. Here's why. Here's why. Best student section is the herd, right? Sure. But the community... And Logan needs to step up. Not that they're bad. They're not better than the New, Mex- New Mexico fans. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. You go to Vegas. New Mexico takes over that arena every time they play, even if they're not doing good. Yeah. The pit, I haven't been into a game there in person, but watching it on TV and knowing how loyal those fans are, that's the fan base in, best fan base in the, con- in the conference. So when you got Patino getting those guys to play really, really good basketball, that just totally elevates the notoriety of the league and stuff because, I mean, when... Colorado State's doing anything. Good for them. They're just another team that's good. When New Mexico, New Mexico is a team that moves the needle. So they're good. San Diego State's good. UNLV is improved. San Jose State is improved. The bottom of the league is a lot shorter. Even Air Force's got a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. And then teams that we thought weren't going to be as good this year. Nevada loses Grant Sherfield. Yeah. And Cambridge Junior. They're in the tournament field right now. Mm-hmm. Right? It was um, addition by subtraction. And then obviously Utah State, year two of Ryan Odom, they're right in the mix of things. So this year is even better than it's been in a really, really long time. And Utah State has a chance to assert themselves, and they have a control of their own destiny in this league. Not to mention, it's a quad one game. Yeah, at home. It was a quad one game against New Mexico. Because, because they beat them, they dropped. New Mexico can still go up, so it can still be a quad one. Mm-hmm. But this is a, a solid, solid quad one because San Diego State, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they're number two in the net. So they probably are not going to drop below 30. So this is a solid quad one, home opportunity, and uh, if they get it done, oh boy, watch out. Watch out. I mean, NCAA tournament, they're in the right side of the field. They're first place with a favorable schedule down the stretch. This game... I don't want to say it defines the season because they can still lose this game and still potentially make the tournament. Mm -hmm. But this makes it so much easier if they can win tomorrow. It makes it so much easier, and it'll be an iconic victory. Yeah, definitely. What I would say to that is um, I think there's three huge games coming down the stretch here. Um, You got San Diego State, right? That's the biggest one. Right up there is Nevada and Boise State, both of those at home, right? And... You gotta win two of those three, I think, to have a have a good chance at a uh, at large bid. Given you know you win those other couple road games, which aren't gonna be easy at San Jose State, who is pretty good this year. And Play at, the Aggies tied at home. Mm-hmm. And at UNLV, uh, who has some some more community engagement this year and is definitely more much improved, like you said as well. Jekyll and Hyde, those guys. Yeah, the you never know what you're gonna Hyde. get. And it, I think it's senior night for UNLV. Uh, that that game, so uh, maybe that plays into it a little bit. I don't know, but uh, so I, I like what you're saying here. I think we need to go to our first break, but then we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more, uh, previewing this this matchup. We'll talk a little bit about 
what went so wrong in San Diego in the last matchup. So stick around here on Aggie Radio. This is Catastrophe, and you're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU LP. Great Facing Urgent Care is located at 1201 South Main Street, Suite 110, Logan. Great Basin Urgent Care offers IV hydration therapy, including banana bags. Other services include x-rays, in-house lab tests, blood draws, and medication management. Primary care is also provided. More information is available at greatbasinuc.com. Statesman has you covered with their special Valentine's issue available now. This one is filled with romantic Valentine's cards that you can give to a lover, best friend, or any random person who needs a pick-up. For all of our aspiring Yagi lovebirds out there, this issue is for you. podcast is brought to you by Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU and the University of Utah College of Pharmacy. Have you found yourself wanting to pursue a career in the healthcare field but aren't sure which path aligns to your interest? The answer may be in becoming a pharmacist. The University of Utah Pharmacy School offers small class sizes, research opportunities, and unique clinical experiences. You can find more information about their first-year initiative to help with tuition costs at pharmacy.utah.edu. That's pharmacy.utah.edu. It's Jake Ellis and Jacob Nielsen back here with you on the Aggie Radio Sports Show on 92.3 KBLU-LP Logan, presented by the Utah Statesman. So, let's continue our segment from last, uh, last you know, before the break, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's talk about what went wrong at, in Viejas Arena last time Keep these two so. squads. <laughs> Keep that so. I told you this, but did you notice that... Viejas Arena's logo looks like the Quiznos logo. It's got that like red, like kind of arc around it. And yeah, I was let, just thinking of mediocre sandwiches in a mediocre arena. That's just kind of what I was thinking. Whoa, about. those are <laughs> those are some uh, <laughs> some hostile words from Jake Ellis. That was here. Let's pull up the the logo so you know what. But I'm you know the about. Aggies in the mediocre arena have not ever won. In all of Mountain West play, so how mediocre could it really be? Well, well, VA House Arena. You had to say that really quick because it, w- it w- they have won in VA House Arena yeah, in 1998. Yeah, which by the way was the first road game in Stu Morrill's Utah State career. Fun fact. Wow, what do you know? But they never won a conference play, unfortunately. All right, we got so we got Quiznos up here. Kind of looks like the Quizlet logo. For any of our students listening, shout out to Quizlets. Get me, get me my degree. Um, <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Well, um, did you just encourage some some cheating there, or no, 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 just no, no, just, no, no, just you know, just uh, <laughs> just you got to be efficient in your studies, right? Okay. I, any professor could attest. You got to operate to the best of your abilities at all times, and sometimes that's utilizing other sources to help you. Well, this isn't the Quiznos logo that was popping up for me, but I think you get the idea that I was going for. Well, I, I don't because, to be honest with you, I don't remember what Viejas looks like. <laughs> well, that's not helping me out. I'll pull that up. 
Jake Ellis thinks that Viejas Arena, the logo to Quiznos sandwiches looks similar. There's Quiznos. There's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going back and forth on the screen. <laughs> Okay, let me just say, the Viejas Arena, right? It's Viejas in mm-hmm. black, has mm-hmm. arena mm-hmm. on the bottom right with a big red, like, half circle around it, right? Okay, and the Quiznos logo has a big red half circle on the bottom left with the green on the right. So ignore the green part. But do you see the... the <laughs> Jake, Alice, you, you, got, you got a beautiful mind, my friend. Let me tell you. I would never have thought this. Putting it together, I kind of see the resemblance. The colors are similar. The rounded outline is similar. So... I'll give it to you. I, I'll give it to you. Never would have thought about it in a million years, but I'll give it to you. Okay, should we actually talk about this game now? Nah, let's keep talking about Quiznos, because I'm hungry. <laughs> what, the the fourth best sandwich chain? Wow. Like Wait, that? what's number one, Jimmy Jones? Yeah. I mean, Jersey Mike's. You are very confident about it. Oh, Jersey Mike has Can I tell you about Jersey Mike's story? Briefly. Nah, we're, I'm going to, it's going to be long. Oh, okay. okay well, it's not going to be long, but we're going to go quick. Have I ever asked you to tell a story, and then even if you said no, would I have stopped telling the story? No. Yeah, I, no. that's true. So anyways, when I was in high school, Conwood High School, home of the Colts, Murray High School, uh, excuse me, Murray, Utah, Murray High School was our rival, excuse me. That was yeah, it. That was a major right, slip man. up. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we own the town. It may be Conwood, but we own Murray. Anyways, we had a promotion my junior and senior year where you would get a free card to go get Jersey Mike sandwiches. All you had to do was pay the $1 that was going to a charity that was straight back to the school. And you could get any sandwich you wanted. One of their hot subs, one of their cold subs. It didn't matter. My senior year was the craziest because they did the promo the week of a football game with Alta High School. And Alta, their Jersey Mike's was close, and it was a competition. Whoever got the more sandwiches from Jersey Mike's won an extra X amount of dollars for their school's charity or whatever. We went crazy over at Cottonwood. I went there for lunch. I went there for dinner. <laughs> we just nonstop sandwiches, cold subs, hot subs. It was the best, it was the best week of my life. Mm. And at the end of it, first, we, we won the promotion. We destroyed Alta. Got that money for our school. Secondly, Friday night I went in there after the football game to celebrate. We had, I mean, we lost the game like six, 65-0, but we won the sandwich competition. So we may have lost the battle, but we won the war. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we walk in there, and they say, sorry, guys. We're out of bread. No. A sandwich place <laughs> ran out of bread because the Conway High School students <laughs> took all their food. Wow. They didn't get a dime of it. So, shout out to Jersey Mike's. I've never spent a dollar that's actually gone to Jersey Mike's, but I have great, great memories. So, if you have money to spend, spend it there. Actually, we're not... Oh, hey, 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 excuse me. Spend your sandwich money wherever you wherever want. Wherever you want. This sandwich. is not a promotion for Jersey Mike's <laughs> over, over the right In fact, excuse I me. don't agree with Jersey Mike's. Do not spend your money there. Here, we've balanced it out now. No promo. <laughs> so, uh... We're going to get a letter in the mail. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we, can we talk about basketball now? Or oh, you yeah, got yeah, any more yeah. sandwich no, 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 that's off, that's okay. all. Okay, so um, I think what people will remember from the Aggies visiting Viejas this year is that 16-0 oh. run in the first half where the Aztecs 16-0. demolished the Aggies. They won the game right there. Oh, they absolutely won the game. It was it was over. Utah State tried to climb back last second half, but, I mean, it was game blouses. I mean, you cannot give up a 16-0 run on the road in the first half like they did. And it wasn't just 16-0, but it was like, I believe it was like 24-6 to as well. Yeah, it like was, that, was a pretty it long kept, Even after the run ended, the damage was still being done. And it was done in emphatic fashion. There were 
these Don't Excite members, Apollo got, just got posted, and then obviously Adam Seiko, who, according to Scotty G, for the show, he announced, or he said via Twitter today, tomorrow's game, Adam Seiko will be his 13th time in college playing Utah State, which I don't know if that's even possible. Unbelievable. But he's been here forever. Him and Nathan Mensah have been here forever. Adam Seiko, just went wild. Seven of ten from the field, seven of nine from three-point range. A lot of those were mistakes by the Yagi's defense. Some of them, though, Seiko was just out of his mind. He pulled up from way behind the line, like beyond NBA range, barely one transition, and you cannot let that happen again. No. I mean, how can... 27 minutes he's on the court, and he makes seven threes? Like, that that's so insane. The, the, the velocity he was coming at, you know? The, it was nonstop. And you know? I'd say... At least five of them, if not six, were in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just insane. It was what Stephen Ashworth was doing to Colorado State. Except for this wasn't from the best player on the team that's a renowned guard. This was from Adam Seiko, who actually is an excellent shooter. Don't want to disregard him, but he's just about six minutes. He, he came off the bench. Yeah, he came off the bench and just rained from downtown. And so that's uh, yeah, that that was not good. Bad <laughs> <in the> house. <laughs> to, to put it lightly, that to was not lightly. good. Yeah, and I mean, it. yes, they played well in the second half. Yes, they cut it to six, ultimately losing by ten. That was promising in a lot of ways. But with the margins in this conference, that does not matter. New Mexico outscored Utah State in the second half last week. That does not matter. Utah State won that game. Hey. And But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Someone asked Coach Owen today in the, in the press, like, hey, is, is it um, fair to say, I mean, you take away the 16-0 run, you take away the Seiko shots, and that's a game you guys can win? And Ryan Odom said something that I 100% agree with. He said, no, they beat us. Because look at it this way. You can flip it the other way. San Diego State beat Utah State by double digits, even though their best scorer, their leading scorer, their best player, Matt Bradley, went 2 for 10 from the field for four points. Yeah. Matt Bradley, in a double-digit win over Utah State, just to reiterate, had four points on 2 of 10 from the field. <laughs> You really think that Bradley is going to do that twice against the same th- team? No. Not going to happen. Is Adam Seiko going to go 7-9 from beyond the arc? Probably not. He's a great shooter, though. You never know. Mm-hmm. they got to play better defense than they did in San Diego. Matt Bradley's not having that bad of a game, though, again. He's too good of a player. So, anyway, you look at it. I think Lamont Butler pours in some more there, too. Lamont Butler only has eight points. That's a great point. Two of the best scores are in single digits, and they still scored 35 on the Aggies. So, I mean, that. Anyway, you look at it, this is a dogfight tomorrow, and that's not to say that I don't think Utah State has a chance. They're favored in Ken Palm by two points, so it's really a toss-up. I think ESPN, it was like 51-49 or something in favor of the Aggies. So uh, on one of the sports books, they were a three-and-a-half favorite. That just shows the home court advantage. Mm-hmm. National-ranked team, first place in the conference at San Diego State. They are the underdogs coming in, into the spectrum, and that says a lot about winning on the road in this conference, but it also says a lot about the spectrum itself. Um, and that's definitely a, an advantage for Utah State. I mean, they're, uh, what, what is it, 11-1 in there on the season? Yep, just Weber State. And that Weber State game, it's doing a bunch of break, too. Yeah. The season section was in full force. And yeah. it, full force is, that's not even, I mean, what, there was six rows, maybe? It just, it was, yeah, I mean, the it students? was right before Christmas. So it, the spectrum... At its best. That was a neutral so, site game, honestly. <laughs> it wasn't, you know. Uh, don't I mean, throw out the Aggies. You know, they lost that game. But 
I would just say that, that I mean, was the, not the community was still there. Like there was still there, it was still an Aggie crowd. It was sure. still a decent atmosphere, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as what it can be when the students are in session. Um, but tonight, they I mean they got to bring their A game, and I I had a chance to chat with Trevor Boris mm-hmm. um, last night, and I just have a something I tweeted out earlier today, but just a portion of the quote. Read a, a story on a said um, news website tomorrow morning if you want the, you can figure it the out. full scoop. Just, yeah, um, follow Jacob on Twitter. You can find it. But um, Trevin said, quote, and let me just preface this with, Trevin Dorius is awesome. He has improved so much. Really good player, really good rim protector. He's also one of like the most thoughtful dudes you'll ever interview, especially for basketball players. Like the dude just values your time, gives you great, genuine answers. So this is what he said when I asked him about the importance of San Diego State. And of all the things he said, this stuck out. He said, quote, We went out to San Diego a few weeks ago. It didn't go our way. And it's time to make a statement to the conference that we're not going to get pushed around and that that was a fluke and it's not going to happen again. That's a, that's some biting words from Trevor Dorius. Yeah. I mean, because he... He hears the narratives. He hears what people are saying. That that's the thing about the Aggies is oh, they got great guards, great offensive team. They don't have the phys- physicality to compete with the best of the conference. Yeah. And he's saying that right now, we're not getting pushed around. So he believes that so much to the point that he told a reporter with Twitter fingers that <laughs> two days before the game, we're going to see if he uh, can back it up and they can match San Diego State's physicality. But I mean, that's that's the mindset that Utah State has going into this game is. They think two weeks ago was a fluke. They think that they're a really good team. They think that they should win this game. Well, I really think uh, that was a wake-up call or whatever you want to phrase it as mm-hmm. for Dorius and, and Akin a little bit. You know, Akin's been great all year, but that San Diego State, you know, they took it to him in the paint. It was, it, was a, it was a poor, poor performance for Akin and Dorius in that game, right? And then they turn around, and their, their play together has been a huge part of this three-game win streak especially their performance against Fresno and New Mexico, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. That Fresno State game, Atkin came in and instant 6-0 run, right? And then Dorius had really, really good minutes as well. And, I mean, Fresno State, that's supposed to be hard to go on the road in Fresno State. New Mexico lost there. UNLV lost there. The Aggies dominated that game, won by 17. They led by as much as Mm 20-something. And then translate that into two quad one wins, essentially, right, against New Mexico. I don't know. Is Colorado State still quad Excuse me. Did I say quad one? Quad two is what yeah, you yeah. mean there, yeah. Colorado State, it was a quad two win at the time. I'm not sure if it still is. But, I mean. Right around there. I mean, they played really well. And I mm-hmm. something I, I also asked Trevin about was, I'm like, dude, what's it like playing with this offense? Like, with how talented the guards are and stuff. And he's like, dude, when our guards are hitting shots, we're unstoppable. Because he's like, think about the pick and roll. This is kind of paraphrasing what Trevin was explaining to me. Yeah. If Steven Ashworth's got the ball and Trevin Doris goes up for the pick and roll, sets him a screen either Steven has an open shot right because he's too quick you gotta switch that right yeah. maybe if it's not a clean sw- sw- uh, screen you can go over the screen but you gotta switch it and so it's either you switch it and stop the three point line and Doris has is open down low or you just go over the screen and try to contest the shot right neither are good options because Steven Ashworth he shoots about 50% from the three-point line, one of the best shooters in the nation. On the other end of the coin, he's a great pr- great passer. And Trevor Dorius and Dan Atkin, 
both have really, really improved with their handles and their coordination, it seems like, over the year, and yeah. gotten more and more confident. So, those are, I mean, we see Darius and Akin both getting open dunks every mm-hmm. single game, yeah. right? Off the oops, in transition, off the pick and roll. And so that, that puts you in a predicament. If these guys have Trevin, can be playing great minutes on defense, and he can be catching the ball and throwing down ferocious dunks on the offensive end. Really, really hard to stop this team, even if you are San Diego State. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else you want to say previewing this one? Um, I mean, I, I, it's just it's going to take a complete effort, as it always does. I think we see a better performance from Matt Bradley. I also think San Diego State, they came into the spectrum last year. I believe they had They'd been on the road a lot. They were in Colorado the week before. They were a little bit worn out. Utah State just ran them out of the gym. I don't think we're going to see that this year. I think we're going to see a San Diego State team that is like, we're ranked. We're number one in the conference. They're going to take the bull by the horns. This is a quad one win for them, too. What's the stake for them? They win this one. They have an even bigger lead in the conference, and... That they're, just really helps their seeding. Like this is a team in the in the tourney yeah, already. I mean, but like you said, it's a seeding. They could be game. they could be as high as six. Yeah. And of course, they want to win the outright regular season championship. So, absolutely expect that these guys to be ready to go. And the last game they played was on Friday. They have they had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. That's four days off before this game. So they're going to be locked and loaded, ready to go. Utah State, they got it have the same intensity they brought on defense in that first half against New Mexico. They just have to. they got to make it hard. San Diego State will score, but you got to make it tough on them, right? You can't give up these massive, massive runs. You can't have these scoring droughts, but you got to make them earn everything that they get because you already know San Diego State is going to make the Aggies earn everything they get because that's what they do. They rely on the defense. And Nathan Mensah, he's still down there. I saw a quote. Nathan Mensah had this like grand reckoning after... Uh, one of the games, Grand Awakening, of like, hey, like, I'm still a force down here. It, this really cheesy quote, I don't have it in front of me, <laughs> but it was literally talking about how Nathan Mensah, like, realized, six-year guy, or whatever he is, like, oh, hey, I'm still the best defender in the league. So he's got Moxie going into this game, and, uh, I mean, it's going to be going to be a dogfight, so the Aggies got to bring it. Well, and one more thing I want to touch on um, that I usually talk about earlier, which I, I don't know why it didn't come to mind, but, um, you know, the Aggies... Uh, is this like one of the is this the marquee national TV game for them? Is this like the one that you know those people in the seating committee or whatever are going to be looking at um, you know leading up to the tournament? If it's not this one, which one is it? Right? I, I don't when that was championship perhaps game. Perhaps Boise, but no, it, it's pretty much the tourney. It's it's this or the tourney, like you're saying. Utah State gets San Diego State on their home floor, right in the smack dab. Middle of the semester, the team is rolling on a three-game winning streak. They seem to have it figured out. They got confidence. This game, late start on CBS Sports Network. Spectrum has a chance to be in full force. This is the opportunity. This is when you got to do it. This is, it's not a make it or break it game because there's still a lot of basketball left. Win or lose. But when you look at a whole season, the team, they read a book this summer called Legacy about the, black, the, the All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby team. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how they want to make their own legacy. This is how you do it. This is a legacy game right here against San Diego State. You want to, you want to create a legacy? Beat the Aztecs, nationally ranked, at home, tie first place in the conference. That's how you do it. Simple as that. This is one of those uh, ESPN classic chances, to borrow a term from 
my favorite video game franchise, the NCAA football. You know, <laughs> right? Like you, you get those. You you very rarely get these ranked games at home. You know, where you're, you know, and and you got a good chance at it. You know, you're not you know a straight up underdog. You're not you know looking for a fluke from San Diego. Yeah, they're favored, and this is like Trevendori said. This is the statement. Like, you know, it, it's going to go one way or the other. It's going to you know be San Diego State is leagues above the Mountain West. You know, no one can really beat them. Or it's going to be, wow, the Mountain West is deep, and Utah State is a really good team. It's one thing to play a good opponent at home and try to pull off the upset. It's a different beast, though, when you think you're toe-to-toe with these guys and you can prove it on the court, equal the record in the standings, and really improve your postseason aspirations. And that's what's on the line. But the biggest home game since 2019 against Nevada when it was the same deal with Nevada nationally ranked, they did it right that, that year. And mm-hmm. I, we might open this can of worms in a moment here. It was a wide-out spectrum. It was awesome. They did it right. Can uh, can they bring the same magic tomorrow? We're going to see. Yeah, that would be exciting one right here on Aggie Radio at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So, you know, make sure you tune in uh, pregame at 7.30. So we're going to take another break here, and then we'll open that can of worms, so to speak. So stick around here on Aggie Radio. You are listening to Aggie Radio. On 92.3 KBLULP, Logan, Utah State University, making Logan weird since 2016. Luthers Logan provides the community with a way to make a difference by donating life-saving plasma. A new donor can earn up to $800 in their first month donating. The mission at Griffles is to improve the health and well-being of people around the world. Griffles Biomat USA is located in Logan next to Al's Sporting Goods. More information can be found at GrifflesPlasma.com. Aggie Shuttle is now hiring students for the 2023 spring semester. Wages start at $13.50 with flexible hours. More information can be found at usu.joinhandshake.com under the Aggie Shuttle driver application. Hello? Oh, hey, Juicy Caldwell, Utah Statesman News Manager here. You know, now that I have you, you should pick up a copy of The Statesman, USU's student-run newspaper. A new issue comes out every Monday, and you can find them at almost any building on campus. Or read online at usustatesman.com. You do want to know what's happening on campus and in Logan, don't you? Anyway, I gotta run and grab a copy of my own. See you later. You're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU-LP Logan. I'm Jake Ellis, the sports editor of The Statesman, joined with my good friend Jacob Nielsen, a uh, freelance journalist covering Utah State sports. This is the Aggie Radio Sports Show presented by the Utah Statesman. And, uh, Jacob, you were telling me the other day, you actually gave me a phone call because of this is how uh, you know how much it struck you. You were scrolling <laughs> your social feed, right, on Instagram, and, and what did you see? Well, let me preface this with this. <laughs> I care too much about things that don't matter. <laughs> but as a senior at this school, I've been here a long time. Some of you. Sure. I've been here a long time. Got here 2018, little mission, stream around in there somewhere. But for the most part, I've, I've been around. You That's know, five years, dog. It, it's a long time. 
And so when I see something that is just janky, you expect me to sit back and do nothing about it. So I wake up, I see an Instagram post from a herd. The herd does a great job for the most part. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, you're on the herd. You do great work. You're a volunteer. It's a great atmosphere. Unless you're in the leadership and I still don't get scholarships. Mm-hmm. I guess those are the guys I'm talking about because they're the guys making the decisions. So maybe with that, because you get scholarships, there deserves to be a little bit of accountability. Right? I'm kind of talking to myself. When I was the sports editor and you're the sports <laughs> editor, yeah. you get an email to your inbox that's criticizing you about something. Mm-hmm. You take that like a man. I mean, you yeah. That's just that's just life. That's having a job. I'm in that position. Us as media people, as journalists, trying to get the truth out there, but also creating content for people. We have that responsibility. Anyways, I decided to take it to Twitter and call them out because what I saw on my feed was the biggest game. And if you were listening, I mean, we had this up. The biggest game of the year, and they decided what's going to be the thing for this intersection. Rockstar night. Rockstar night, right? And so uh, there's a promo with Rockstar Energy Drinks. Give it out free Rockstars. Excellent promo. Get everyone jacked up on caffeine. But they added, they leaned into it and said, hey, we're going to dress up like Rockstars. Do that against Air Force, man. Do that against, <laughs> I don't know, Montana Western. This is the biggest game of the year. Like you said, this is a nationally televised game that people are tuning into. You want to show the best that you got. They did that last week against New Mexico with Spectrum Magic. Mm-hmm. They got to do the same. So I said, this is ridiculous, essentially. Then I replied, and I said they should have done, this is high school, like they should have run a blue out with the, the blue latex gloves like they used to do in the good old days, right? And just simple, right? When the product sells itself, like a game as big as this, keep it simple. Don't you rockstar it. Simple. Anyways, I got some feedback from some different people in the herd that were unhappy with me. And whatever. They checked the post down on Instagram last night. Mm. After I heard that they were very displeased with me and uh, my statement, I'm just, I'm just some dude that runs my mouth. I don't matter. <laughs> what happened though was a lot of people agreed with me. Yeah, a lot of replies agreed with me. A lot of likes, including some people within the program, on the teams, people that matter. Yeah, I don't matter, but people that do matter agreed with my take. Right? They take the post down, really upset with me. Anyways, they decided this morning to double, to double down. Mm. I know athletics. Back the herd. They said we're doing this. Good for them. Do do what you want. My 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 only thing is this: if you're in a leadership position and you decide you're going to do a promo, do the one or two one or two things. Either stick to your guns and think, say this is a good idea. I'm gonna just keep it up, keep the promo up, roll with it full fledged. Or if you're gonna take it down, listen to the people around you, listen to the public, and say, hey, made a mistake. Let's pivot. Let's do something else. What they did. They took it down, looked like maybe it was off, and then they just reposted it the next day. <laughs> and so that that's what's happening. The reality is it doesn't matter that much. Like, it's still going to be a big, rowdy student section mm-hmm. um, where people dress up as rock, rock stars. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Most people will be wearing blue anyways. But as somebody that, um, obviously, I try to be unbiased in my writing and my journalism, but I'm not really unbiased in other ways. And someone that loves my school has seen awesome, awesome crowds. I know what the opportunity is like. I know what the Nevada game was like in 2019 with the wideout. I know what it can be. And they're selling themselves short. Yeah. And I don't like to see my boys. I don't like to see my peers selling themselves short. So that's that's what happened. It's going to be Rockstar Night. If you're excited for it, excellent. Show up in your, your Red Hot Chili Peppers shirt or your bandana. I don't care. Just be crazy. Be there. But like... 
looks so much better if it was a blue out, coordinated, or a wide out, right? I, I mean, am, am I wrong? No, I. Well, and I'd like to throw in something that is crucial that you forgot to mention. There's also going to be free bacon at this game. Oh, I, I didn't hear about this. Um, so if that gets you up to the spectrum, great promo. You know, if we have a sold-out crowd, I will be praising the herd next week on our next show. Um, Can I say something? Yes, please. Maybe I shouldn't say this. Well, you already started. But, I mean, I'm a senior here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you got some major senioritis on this show, huh? There are some latent... <laughs> just... I... The disconnect sometimes between the herd and the student involvement on campus and athletics seems very blatant to me. You got all these programs going right and left. Pack the spectrum, Rockstar Night, Bacon, uh, Free Energy Drink. Like, this is the biggest game of the year. <laughs> it just, just seems scatterbrained. Keep it comprehensive. Yeah. It seems a little silly to me. If you're listening, I know these guys in the marketing department at Utah State, they work their butts off. Yeah. 70 hour week some of them mm-hmm. they're good guys they work hard yeah. so me just harping on them probably isn't fair I'm just saying for the biggest game of the year just uh, the product sells itself right Yeah. not that I'm complaining about free bacon and free rock stars mm-hmm. but like I don't know so just kind of an interesting thing that I'm seeing especially because I think Utah State has done things right in these situations so many times before so that's part of it too is like if I expected this from you I wouldn't be up in arms about it yeah. but I think very highly of my peers the people that work here at the school the people that are volunteering to make things great at the school I am a journalist and so in that sense I gotta be unbiased but the student part of me wants to help contribute to that and I speak my mind I just I do I, I just don't care so <laughs> that's what I think but regardless it's a huge game huge game against San Diego State and the students will be there. It'll be a lot of fun. Free bacon, free energy drinks, whatever. It'll, it'll, the product sells itself. It'll be a good game. Yeah. Um, let me just quickly agree with you that that this sounds like a great promo for Air Force on February fourteenth. But oh, that's Valentine's Day. So, oh, maybe it's a pink out or something. Mm, interesting. Any, I yeah. <laughs> let, let me say this. Uh-huh. This is the last word here about me complaining. <laughs> Like a man yelling at clouds mm, about the student section because I but <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but like this is this I graduated in April as do you this is I mean the Nevada game and the Boise State game are great but Boise State is a pretty great game Nevada game is the Jason Carroll night athletics is going to ace that one the community is yeah. going to show out there's no way to hurt to mess that up nope this one this one is the the chance to to nail it and I don't know maybe they do because the game tomorrow night maybe it turns out awesome and I look like a punk yeah. And that that actually be perfect if I looked like a, a yeah. punk because it's Rockstar Night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Punk rock. You could say it was part of the the shtick, right? It was part of the shtick. I was just going in, <laughs> trying to be a punk yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, stir yeah, up yeah. the hype. Yeah, doing your best Ozzy Osbourne impression or something, right? Doing it. Well, yeah. Let me just say one more thing about that Boise State game. This is my dream, and you can tell me if I'm way off. Oh, I'm I'm always let's hear it. But I want a whiteout in the spectrum with either towels or pom-poms, something that, you know, gets a lot of movement, gets, you know, your eyes uh, glazed over when you look into that crowd, and I want that place rocking, and I think that's what a whiteout can do. Okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. That's a real playoff environment. You get those those little towels out, right? I'm a, you know, I'm a little bit of a nerd in that way. I collect those things. You know, I get like oh, absolutely. a playoff rally towel. That's mine forever. Absolutely. Doesn't matter how much I move into, 
into little dorms and student apartments. That is with me. I got my Texas A&M rally, rally <laughs> towel yeah. with me. Give them. But, no, you're totally right. That game the community is going to have to come out for mm-hmm. as well. Here, you know, I was just said I was done hoping yeah. on the herd. Well, Not totally told, done yet. I told listeners it wasn't going to be the last time, so come on, um, go ahead. They did one wideout per year, mm-hmm. but they butchered the wideouts. Mm. 2019, they aced it. Nevada, perfect game, perfect atmosphere. 2020, for the wideout, they did a, non- they did a conference game before Christmas against Fresno State. The wideout was, it was a dress-up like Craig Smith, which was fun, which was fun. It was a cool promo, but they counted that as the wideout because you were supposed to wear a white shirt. Oh. They took away a chance to have another great wideout for a great team later in the season. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they're like, yep, that's the wideout, let's do it. 2020, did they have a wideout? No, it was COVID. Yeah. Then last year, I don't remember there being a wideout. No, there was the Nevada game. Um, they, were, they did ride out the Nevada game. For real, for real. That game, that wasn't the Hurts' fault. The team just played poorly. It wasn't very memorable. Okay. But then this year, I read the flash mob thing that they did against Wyoming where they passed out those free shirts. That counted as the wideout game. When what? about half the student section was wearing these white shirts and they didn't promote white for anything else. What are you talking about? So, I mean, if, you're, if you're on the herd and you're listening, we still want our wideout game. Yeah. Let's do it. Count. Let's do it against Boise State. Get the pom-poms or the, the rally towels, like Jake said. I want to see posts the whole week because it's going to be you know since the 18th that it you know the the team's been in town so just you know you're not going to be confusing about any other games just every day i want to post a story that says wear white on march 4th here's something that uh, we're going full <laughs> if i've made anyone angry i'm not going to make them angrier so i'm just going <laughs> to keep going that's a good point <laughs> they need more guerrilla marketing part of this they're going to say hey it's really difficult to just put up raffles and stuff and put up flyers around the school. We need permission. Yeah. But my freshman and sophomore, we would see signs around like game tonight, seven o'clock, this or that. We don't see that anymore. No. For the big games, if I was in charge, San Diego State, yes, you got your social media stuff. It's got a good following. It'll move the needle. You got to go every every post, every lamp post around campus, every banner, every everywhere. You got to put on there basketball game tonight, San Diego State. <laughs> Blue out. Heck, if you want to do the Rockstar thing, just promote it more than on Instagram. Sure. If you're doing the Rockstar thing, promote it. Guerrilla marketing all over campus. We're going to rock out the spectrum. Yeah. Do it right. Stick to it. Don't yeah. delete the one post promoting it because one knucklehead on Twitter disagrees with the idea. <laughs> and then put it right back. And then put it right back up in it. <laughs> I, it just, uh, I know there's also limited time and resources. There's reasons why they don't do some things. Sure. But there's also reasons why they should do more. Well, and just pick that one or two games where you are going to go all out. You don't have to go all out for the Air Force game. We get it. Like, you, it's not worth the energy your, or the time. Pick your battles. And this your is battles. not a thing at an Air Force. You know, Air Force, great service academy. and Respect the troops. Yeah, sure. And uh, Sure. No, that was, I said, yeah, sure. Let's go. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was going to the next point. Was, in, it, emphatic, it that's an emphatic yes, yes from Jake Ellis. He respects yes, the troops. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I respect the cadets fully. Um uh, now, see, now you got me distracted. I was <laughs> trying to go to my next point, but um, you know, it's just it's Air Force, right? Can I just say that you know? So yeah, you know, maybe you need that little bit of a fun gimmick to get people in on Valentine's Day. I get it. That's fine. However, I would just say, you know, you pick that Nevada game. You pick this. It should have been the San Diego State game. You pick that Boise State game, and let like, you do what you do. You you do that guerrilla marketing. You um bribe professors to preach it to their class at the beginning of the lecture mm-hmm. you um 
I don't know. What do you do? You, uh, it's it's not just one post on Instagram. You spam their feed. Who cares if it's spam annoying? that feed? It's just one week. Come on, and uh, yeah, and, and it's just word of mouth. Oh, that this is the other point I want. You you know, uh, I, I'm an RA on campus, right? And yes, uh, our Greek life community, um, they have some of the best guerrilla marketers I've ever seen. Man, I get stuff on my car. Stuff sneaks up into my building. Stuff on my door. I don't even know how, how this got here. I'm in charge of hanging the, the flyers for events. I don't know how it got there, but they sneak it in. So maybe we got to, you know, work with, with that community and, and get those uh, guerrilla marketers out there because they do a great job. That stuff is everywhere, all over campus. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a great point. If the frats can do it, the herd can do it. Mm-hmm. I know the herd. We know you got, like, 50 people on that, on that board. You got a whole army of people. I don't know what most of them do. Have them pass out flyers, man. Student section is great. Could be even better. One of the best in the country. Could be the best. Period. And with this, uh, while we're preaching or whatever, <laughs> and it, not just at the TSC, right? These are the, the students that are engaged in campus life. They, they know there's a game going on, right? Do it at the engineering building. Do it at the fine arts building. Do it at the education buildings. You know, places where people are actually going to learn that, hey, there is a game tonight, and this is what we're doing, and it's going to be a good time. Talk to my man who drives his pickup over the pass from Tree Martin, goes <laughs> to the ag building, mm-hmm. gets his classes done, goes back. He's a great He's not on Instagram. <laughs> He's not walking through the TSC. No. Make sure he, he knows about about this basketball game. Mm-hmm. Right? So he'll go. He loves he'll basketball. Go. He loves basketball. But he didn't know it was at 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's simple. <laughs> I, they haven't filled the place out. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> Maybe there, there might not be a seat for him. But standing room is good. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the community won't sell their seats. So, I mean, there'll be open spots. Yeah. For sure. There you have it. That segment, Jake and I, <laughs> if we were taking over, <laughs> if we were in charge, I'll take over. That this is what we would do. Much love to the atmosphere the Spectrum has been this this year. There's a reason that the last three or so conferences I've been to with Coach Odom, the first thing he says is, man, the Spectrum is amazing. Can't do it without you fans. You know, like, there's obviously something here, and it's great. And we're not saying it's bad, but it can be just that little extra bit better that sets it apart from a great atmosphere to the best in the country. Amen. Well, wow, that's uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, that, 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 I mean, that's a, that's a mouthful, but you know, we're we're passionate about about hoops here. We're really excited. Um, are just any other tip-ins that we gotta just hash over here real quick before we uh, before we uh, tune out for the night. I would just like to hear your opinion briefly, real quick. There's the bacon, by the way. I'm sorry, I just pulled up on Twitter. There's that bacon promo. Um, have you heard about this gymnastics promo next week? Oh, oh, that now that is a promo. <laughs> that, that is a promo. We're talking about the marketing people. That is a promo. that is a promo. Good job, athletics mm-hmm. and crumble. To tell us a little bit about it, because. I'm a little hazy on the details. I'm a little hazy on the I details. Just, I just see so, Guinness World Record chocolate cookie, <laughs> and I'm just excited. How about we promise that for next week's show? It's going to be on Monday night. So just stick around, and because the meet is next week. It's not mm. It's not this one on Friday. So next week when they host Southern Utah, that's where it's going to be. So anyway, we're out of time. Wait, it's going to be a Southern Utah? No, no, no. It's when Southern Utah comes to town. Oh, excuse me. Uh, next Southern, Friday. The Southern Utah has got a phenomenal gymnastics program. They certainly do. Shout out, shout out to SEU, the Thunderbirds. Also got a great <laughs> basketball team. Yeah, very very true. 
Okay. We, we support all the public schools in the <laughs> state besides the University of Utah on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big UVU guy, sure. Well, I, not really Weaver State either, so. Actually, yeah, that's kind of why. <laughs> I mean, Weaver State, I mean, they just, they, they own us this year. Football, basketball, mm-hmm. they, the Wildcats, man. Yeah. They know how to beat the Aggies. Okay. Well, not even, the Utes are too afraid to play the Aggies. That's a good point. Man, you're really just uh, setting off to to anger everybody tonight, aren't you? I'm, you know, just <laughs> bring it, just bring it on. Okay, well, we're we're out of time. That's gonna do it here for the Aggie Radio Sports Show on ninety two point three KVLU LP Logan, presented by the Utah Statesman. Thanks so much for listening. Grab a copy of the Statesman when you're on campus. Go to usustatesman.com for the best sports coverage, and uh, a little sneak peek. We'll talk about it more next week. But lots of J.C. Carroll coverage coming, so just watch for that this next Monday in the Statesman. It's going to be great. Been talking to uh, lots of people. Little sneak peek, you know, a little someone named John Neal, little someone named Spencer Nelson, and of course the big man himself, J.C. Carroll. So stick around. Awesome content, guys. It's going to be so great. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. For Jacob Nielsen, I'm Jake Ellis. Have a great night. Relationships Utah Initiative. Did you know the way we view our stress can change how it affects us emotionally, mentally, and even physically? You can do this by focusing on things you have control over and letting go of things you cannot control. USU's Healthy Relationships Utah Initiative offers a variety of free community courses online and in person that help singles, couples, and parents. 